Want an everyday hack that saves you money? Join AAA for the Savings Hack Pack, an amazing combination of AAA benefits worth over $1,000. Join today for all the savings hacks at AAA.com slash save more. Welcome to Free Fire Radio. And now, Free Fire Radio. 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 About to commence. President Obama says a threat of a government shutdown by some in Congress does not affect the timing of his executive action when it comes to immigration. Meanwhile, former Governor Mitt Romney says the president would be wrong to go around Congress on the critical issue. Let the Congress and let this election have its say, as opposed to jumping in and by doing something unilaterally and in a way which is extra-constitutional. Romney appearing on CBS's Face a Nation. The news was brought to you this hour on AM 1460 by Shasta Regional Medical Center. Good morning, North State, and welcome to Free Fire Radio right here on KCNR 1460 with Carl and Bod. Good morning. It's a Monday. Gosh, you know it's Monday. We're having a, we're going to have a great day today. We're going to have a great week today. We've got uh, we're talking Common Core today. We're going to be talking about some local things. But basically, we were talking to some educators and people who have children in our area up here about Common Core. And these these people are bright people, who, and their children are involved in this. And they're frankly, uh, they're they're getting just they're just they're really really irritated about what's happening with Common Core and how that and how that's impacting on them. And today, uh, we have a gentleman that this is what he does. He is uh, he talks about Common Core. He's an educator, uh, Mr. Noriega. Good morning. Uh, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, you know, Common Core uh, is it's even though that it's the kind of quote law of the land. Did it come on kind of? Uh, did it come on a little bit strong, or how did how did we get here? Well, that's uh, the interesting thing about it because uh, it came in overnight. No media coverage whatsoever back in 2011, back when NCLB collapsed in on itself. The government just seemed to come in and take over. Uh, there were no uh, uh, issues through Congress. This uh, didn't go through the House or the Senate. It just came through. Uh, backdoor deals were made with the governors of each state uh, that did not have the, the power or authority to do so. So uh, that's one of the biggest issues is that uh, our representatives that we elect were not able to vote on this issue which is uh, highly uh, irregular and even unconstitutional at that. Well, you know, the uh, the fact is is that, the, uh, that, you know, introducing this and then tying it to money, uh, which seems to be uh, something the feds do a lot. That's, that's exactly right. Um, well, when no, coming, when, when no Child Left Behind was around, uh, all the school districts here in California, and over 97% of them, and I document this in my book, If It's Broken, Don't Fix It, but over 97% of the schools here in California were, were on what's called uh, program improvement, which means they were having to borrow from the local banks in order to pay the teachers. And so they were in the red by far. Well, the government came in and said, uh, we will take take away all of that, you can go ahead and not follow the mandates of No Child Left Behind. R.D. Duncan came in by, he was sent by the president, and he told uh, basically all the school districts, uh, all the states, that you didn't have to follow the existing law, which was No Child Left Behind, uh, but what you could do is uh, sign on to these waivers, uh, which promised you money 
uh, in return for waiving away your, your uh, education rights at your state level. So since the states were desperate, and it was such a desperate situation for No Child Left Behind, the states decided to go ahead and do so, and most states signed on except for a handful of states like Texas and such. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here. Our guest, uh, Mr. Noriega, who is talking about Common Core, uh, we're going to talk about you know how this. Well, he's he's explaining about how we got here, but we want to talk about the impact it has on our educational system and what the parents can do about it, if anything, or how uh, or what communities can do about it. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Carl and the Bot, KCNR, fourteen sixty, thirty-five degrees out there, and it's cold. It's Carl and Linda Bott and Free Fire Radio on KCNR, 1460 AM. Welcome back to Free Fire Radio on KCNR, 1460 with Carl and Linda Bott. Good morning. It is 818 in the morning, 35 degrees out there. It's going to be, I think it's going to get up into, I think they're low 60s today, and then we'll be looking at rain later on this week. Our guest this morning is uh, Mr. Noriega, a book. Uh, that he has written. If it's broken, don't fix it. Uh, a little synopsis on it. Our current education system is our, na- is our nation's greatest tragedy, one that if not quickly remedied will have the longest lasting ill effects in these years to come. Over the past few decades, we have seen a rapid decline in our education. The Department of Education spends tens of millions of dollars towards improvements, yet test averages continue to decline at an alarming rate. The question they will not answer is why our students are still failing despite all the efforts. Our guest today, uh, Mr. Noriega. Welcome back to the show. You didn't get to hear that, but it was really nice things they said about your book. <laughs> and we're, we're addressing him as Mr. Noriega because he's an educator, and that's what he's used to, right? Yes. Yeah. So t- tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, you know, I've been researching education for the past eight years. I, uh, I'm accredited in science, Spanish, language arts, ESL. Uh, I've uh, taught in, in many different states here or in the, in the western states, uh, California, Idaho, Nevada, uh, Utah. Um, basically what happened is about uh, eight years ago, uh, I saw the downfall that was starting with education. They were having all the teacher layoffs and such, and I wanted to investigate what was happening. So uh, I told my wife, uh, I gave her the option of, <laughs> do you want to have stability or do you want to expose what's happening uh, right now in education and with the government? And, uh, you know, being the wife that I have, uh, one of the most supportive wives, uh, if not the most supportive wife in the world, she went ahead and, and, and said, let's go do it. And so we did, and we've been uh, exposing uh, pretty much what's happened. And it's turned out that the facts that I've discovered are a lot more shocking than I ever dreamt possible. The conspiracies and actually the law-breaking within the education system and within our government are larger than what I suspected initially. Well, uh, Mr. Noriega is the is the author of "If It's Broken, Don't Fix It." If it's broken, don't fix it. An inside look at education and the Common Core. Do you think, with Common Core, that this is an overall uh, like a, a blanket theory in order to dumb keep dumbing down Americans? Well. Uh, that's a great question. That keeps getting asked to me over and over again. Is this a dumbed-down, watered-down version? It is a cookie-cutter version, and, and don't get me wrong on that. They want to teach the same concepts to the whole nation 
and they don't want to uh, personalize teaching whatsoever, which I'm completely opposed uh, against. But uh, I've been researching this, and it is a lot of aspects of it are more rigorous. They are actually more challenging, and uh, especially in some of the new areas that are happening right now, uh, they're starting to open up Common Core to uh, world languages, which I'm involved in that program myself. Uh, but it is, uh, in a lot of ways, more rigorous. It is a cookie-cutter effect. But the scary thing about it, and this is what really frightens me, is the tracking methodology they have with their testing system, because they're going to be tracking and following each student all the way from K to 12 and deciding that student's future based on test-taking. So whether the, the system itself is more rigorous or more dumbed down is not the final question. The final question is, are we going to allow our government to start working like other socialist countries like China, uh, like uh, Finland, that decides where their children go and what track they take, uh, what their children are going to be when they grow up? As far as a United States citizen and as far as an American born and bred here, uh, uh, born in New York, uh, I am for personal choice, parent choice, uh, child choice, and we should be able to decide what our children and our children should be able to decide what, what they're going to be when they grow up, not the federal government. Okay, Mr. question. Mr. Okay, Mr. Newar, uh, what, we're, what we're talking about here is so you're saying based on their tests starting in kindergarten, so say a kid has a bad time in first grade, does that will that then kind of put his uh, put his uh, track his whole his whole future into say instead of going on to uh, college and university becoming the world famous physicist. He may end up doing something else. Well, that's what other socialist countries do, and the tracking system right now is is evolving into several of the early years. So by third grade, we're talking kindergarten, first, second, third grade. The system is now going to decide what track that child is on, whether they're on a more rigorous track, as we're calling it, or whether they're on the dumbed down version. And, in fact, it gets down even more to the science of these tests themselves, which I was actually inside a prison here in California. This thing was tested with the inmates of a prison, if you, if you can imagine that. But the testing system itself is an intuitive, uh, artificially intelligent system that does not give the same test to every student, but rather adapts itself to the answers that each student is given. And, therefore, if a student is giving the right answers, the test is going to get a lot harder. But if the student is giving the wrong answers, that test is going to dumb itself down very quickly, and that child is going to be headed down the wrong track. Okay, now I've taken a test like this. Uh, I think it was, in fact, for a graduate record exam that it's all on, on computers. And uh, Yeah, that's right. Okay, is it like that one where when you, as you're answering questions, each one you answer correctly, it takes you up to the next level until you reach a certain point, and then it starts dropping again. Uh, is this the same type of test you're talking about? It's the same type of technology, and right. the scary part about it is they've actually, the government has uh, has contracted uh, companies, several different companies like AIR and other different companies. These companies are behavior modification companies, nothing to do with actual education. The whole aim being that uh, the behavior of the student, the answers that the student is what determines the outcome of the test and where the test is heading, not anything to do with you know, let's try to get this child to progress. So uh, it's a very scary system. So, so myself, there, when, 
I'm Go sorry, ahead. but so that what you're saying is, if say you know, so if the kid is is not doing well, it's going to allow him or her not to do well and keep them on that track of not doing well, as opposed to encouraging them to do better. Where, where does that encouragement? Exactly. Where does that encouragement come from? The parents, the uh, the system. I mean, it should be coming. Shouldn't well, I? As, pa- shouldn't I as a parent, parent be able that's, to? That's, that that's that's the major thing. Is the parents are now uninvolved because they are being pushed out of the loop. Uh, I have hundreds and hundreds of, 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 of very frustrated parents emailing me all the time and asking me what they can do about this because they are being pushed out, their voices are being uh, suppressed, and they are getting less choice than ever before. So this is a system that does not allow parent involvement. In fact, it shuns it, and it, it believes that it is all-powerful. In other words, the government now thinks that we at a local level and even at a state level in California do not know what we're doing, and so they feel they can take over and they can decide the outcome of our education here in California. Our guest is Mr. Noriega. He's uh, the author of it. If it isn't broke, don't fix it. Uh, he's an educator. He's been an educator for many, many years. He uh, believes that Common Cause, I'm sorry, Common Core is a danger to our education, and not in all ways. That there's some ways that it, that it's you know the whole thing is not to be uh to be discounted but there's so much of it but mainly the testing part of it that can set your child uh, your child's uh path on life into less than they could achieve if they were given uh, given the encouragement and by the parents and the education system however the parents are being left out of this because of the way the testing is if you have a question for mr noriego give us a call at 605-4567 605-4567 and uh we're going to we'll discuss it now uh mr noriego Mr. Noriega, so you're saying is that but parents can look at their teacher, can't they look at the scores? Well, that's the incredible part about it. I was just involved uh, in a one-and-a-half-year study up in Utah where they were developing the next generation of the test called the SAGE test. Uh, the, the federal government gave Utah the rights to uh, kind of be the overseer of this new generation testing, uh, and I was involved with that. I was researching it, and it is incredible, this new... Uh, system, this new test, because it is so secretive that parents aren't even allowed inside the room. They're not allowed to look at the test questions. But even further than that, teachers themselves weren't being allowed to be inside the room when the test was being given. And the only occasion when they were in the room, the computers that the children were taking the tests on had to be facing the other way, and the teachers were not allowed to look at those questions. There was only a panel in the whole state of Utah of 15 educators that were even allowed to peruse the test questions at all. So it is incredible. This next generation of Common Core test-taking, which they've started to implement in Utah, uh, Florida has just signed on to it, several other states are coming on board, and it's going to be the next generation, is a secretive test. Well, we don't get to even see the questions, and, uh, you know, the, the, the test questions, once the student te- uh, clicks the button submit, it goes directly to the federal government, and the local schools don't get a chance to even review that uh, unless the federal government gives them back the, the, the results. But it is incredible how the federal government has taken power away from well, the now, local school districts. And, now, and but is the bottom line on uh, well, one of the reasons behind this then would of course is would be to say is that if the teachers know what's on the test they will teach to the test as we have found in other areas well no child left behind proved that correct which was 
you know, if the federal government gets involved and says you don't pass this test, then you're going to uh, be missing out on a handful of money from the federal government. So, yes, with No Child Left Behind, uh, there was a lot of cheating and, and uh, teachers teaching the test, being told to teach the test. But what the federal government is doing right now is saying, well, because of a handful of districts throughout the nation, we are taking away the rights completely from the states, and we are now taking over those rights, which in itself is unconstitutional because the Constitution does not, not provide the right to the federal government to interfere in education whatsoever. In fact, uh, all states' constitutions say that the, that the education of that state belongs in the hands of the parents and the state, not at all with the federal government. So they're intruding on something they don't have the right to intrude on. It's a big power grab. Okay. Hey, uh, this is, our guest is Mr. Noriega. We're talking Common Core. There's a lot of things about this. The feds have gotten into the education system, not that they didn't before, but even more so now that it uh, has become so secretive that, uh, that teachers are not even allowed into the classrooms, and all of the results of the test are sent immediately to the feds, who will then send it back if, they, if you uh, meet those, re, uh, those requirements. T uh, parents can't see it. They can't see the test. Uh, they can only thing they can do is kind of accept the results of the test. And these tests, Mr. Noriega says, results on this are going to be used to show which way the kids should be uh, uh, maneuvered. I guess maneuvered is the right word. Maneuvered into uh, into uh, more of uh, advanced classes or classes that are not as advanced. Maybe ones that won't give them the uh, the tools that they're going to need to be able to succeed in a high tech world as they move forward. Uh, we're going to be taking a quick break, and we're going to be right back. Carl and Linda Bott, KCNR 1460. It is 8.32 in the morning. Good morning. Welcome back to KCNR 1460. Carl and Linda Bott here on Free Fire Radio, 8.35 in the morning. You've been listening uh, to... Uh, Mr. Noriega, and we are talking about Common Core and his book, If It's Broken, Don't Fix It. It's currently 35 degrees in the downtown studios here in Redding, California. Uh, we have morning frost today, partly cloudy tonight with temperatures around 42. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Cypress Square Barbershop right off Athens Avenue. Uh, step back in time and get a great haircut at great prices. Discounts for seniors and veterans, it's Man's Last Stronghold. That's right, Man's Last Stronghold. Right there, Cypress Square Barbershop off Athens Avenue, right across from the subway. Our guest is Mr. Noriega. I know what his first name is, but I'm not going to use that because this is the way he writes his books, and this is what he's talking about. All right, Mr. Noriega, you're I mean, you're just dropping bombs here on uh, Common Core. Uh, and the problems that it's going to lead. Now, I've talked to, uh, I've talked to parents whose, uh, children in Common Core. They are just having a heck of a time. Uh, when you add 20 and 10, you should be able to get 30 pretty easily. They say it's not like that anymore. That's exactly right. The math is backwards. Uh, you know, they, uh, you know, four times three is no longer what it should be. You know, they're telling us it's 11. Uh, I'm, I'm myself, I've taught math, uh, at least a year of math, uh, back when I started. College teachers, uh, these are, our, our teachers are teaching at a college level, are having an incredible, ridiculous time with the new math. And the reason that they are is because this is no longer a Western system, but it's actually, like the Common Core website says, adapted to the Eastern European 
government system that, that is a socialist system. And so as far as, as, as I'm concerned, and as last I looked, we live in America here. We, why should we be concerned with the way that socialist Europeans do math? Uh, we live in America. We've been doing our math just fine for forever since the founding fathers began. We don't need to adapt our style to social European idea ideologies. We need to keep our system American, and that's that's what scares me about Common Core the most. Is they are shifting our methodologies of teaching, shifting our learning, and in fact, they are teaching anti-American, actually socialist views. That, that say in the history books, I look at my history books of my own child, a 13-year-old, uh, and, and they are saying that capitalism is actually a failing system, and that even though democracy sounds good on paper, that uh, other systems like socialism and communism are much more effective, and they use Cuba as an example of a great economy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, Mr. Noriega, which, which history book is this? Well, uh, I am actually uh, a school teacher, right. but if, believe it or not, I homeschool my children because I want to be able to uh, to, uh, to filter out all this junk. Yeah, and but sometimes uh, uh, some of it gets through, but a lot of it is on the computer because nowadays they're teaching the, the children through these. So, ads. so this uh, thing, they, you, they this, this was a pretty uh, that was a pretty uh, that was a pretty strong point you just made is that in our history in our history classes they're teaching that democracy is a failed system that uh, that the uh, that our, you know, that capitalism is a failed system that democracy is a uh, is not as good as socialism or communism you're saying that these are in textbooks that are in classes right now in classes right now uh, I actually have a copy of Last year's textbook in one of the states, uh, in, in Utah, actually, which was one of the uh, pilot states for the SAGE test, and in that history book, it had all sorts of propaganda at the end of the chapter, and we're talking history, the chapter 13, uh, talking about how President Bush uh, was such a tyrant of a president, the worst president ever to exist, and that Mr. Obama, President Obama, saved us from all that. Now, I don't know about uh, everybody else, but according to me, in a history book, we shouldn't be talking about a modern-day president. We should be talking about past and dead presidents, not uh, uh, infiltrating all sorts of a, uh, uh, you know, a regime-loving uh, nation that loves our current president more than and, and esteems him like he's a god. Now, uh, taking politics out of this, I've been teaching for several years, and this is the first time in, in, in decades when I've ever seen an indoctrination of our children at such an early age, uh, with chants to the government, with songs and recitals that they have to learn uh, towards our, our okay, okay, wait, let's 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 talk about that one for a second. You say there's chants and recitals that they have to do now. I've seen that before in communist nations. When they, uh, exactly. you know, this is this is their indoctrination, and they they talk about the great leader. That's right. That's right. And if you walk into any high school or any junior high nowadays, you will see a picture of Obama just about in every classroom. And more than that, if you look at any of the history tapes or the videotapes that are out there right now, it is incredible because Obama is actually in the first 10 minutes of every video, but so many videos, and is introducing it. <laughs> I don't know when this president became a movie star, but uh, what's been happening is he's now, his face is inside of educational material. 
And that frightens me. That shocks me because this has never happened before. So I ask myself, this is why I homeschool. You know, and this is yeah. something uh, we, very strange because where do you find a public school teacher that is actually homeschooling, homeschooling right. these children? Oh, no, that's pretty well, good. That's, now you know why, huh? Hey, uh, we, have yeah, a, we, we have a phone caller. Uh, Tracy, good morning. Do you have a question for Mr. Noriega? I sure do. Um, hi, my name is Tracy, and I've done extensive research on the assessments with Smarter Balanced. And I just want you and all the listeners to know it is not what you guys think. Um, they are tied to research, uh, national research, not just local research. Um, and they are basically doing uh, brain research on our children. Uh, UCLA just ended up with a contract with Smarter Balanced. And um, UCLA also got a grant from um, the Brain Initiative that Obama had put into play months before they signed the contract. So the United States uh, Department of Education has an alternative motive <clears throat> behind these assessments, not just data mining. This kind of data mining has a lot to do with how people think and how people respond to questions, and that is why the parents are not allowed to see what is on the assessment. And I just didn't know if you guys knew that or... Um, is this news to you guys? Yeah. Or? Tracy, that's even uh, that even sounds a little more insidious than just <laughs> just hiding the I test. Well, well, you know, Tracy, I didn't want to. I wasn't going to introduce this, but I'm so glad that you called because that's what I kind of hinted at at the beginning with the air company and the Sage test that was happening uh, nationwide, starting in Utah. But you're exactly right. It goes beyond just breaking FERPA laws and collecting data. It actually goes into brain modification and looking at the brain waves. Uh, for instance, this air company has nothing to do with education. This is the company that's hired, hired out to go ahead and create these new assessments in Common Core. What they're doing is they're looking at ways to actually modify behavior rather than just observe behavior. They're looking at ways of modifying behavior through lights and sounds and images. I have a lot of these, uh, 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 a couple of videos I have on my website, repealthecommoncore.com, that you can actually look at where I have students that are actually taking the test and are commenting on some of the effects, the ill effects that they've had after taking the test. So you're absolutely right. Is Tracy. This, it, uh, it is more malignant than we ever thought let me uh hey, tracy is this what you're seeing too I mean, is this what you, is the studies you've seen is that it's a behavior modification that uh that they're using this in a way so they can uh they can push kids in a direction in uh an indoctrination yes yes that is the type of the exact type of research i'm finding out um which is unreal it's it's hard to believe it's hard to fathom um, but if you look on the Department of Education, the actual United States Department of Education, they now just put an application in for human alive research. And that is specifically talking about our children, which I find was uh, very interesting to find that on the webpage um, of the United States Department of Education. So I just, I, he, yes, that is exactly what I'm telling parents and listeners. <laughs> And he is doing an awesome job, and that is exactly, it's a little shocking um, to figure out that this is exactly what they're doing to our children. Um, and it, it took a little bit for me to realize that, too, as well. 
but yes. Tracy, are you local here, or are you calling from yes, someplace? Yes, I am. Okay, so have you addressed this to other parents and to the uh, school boards or anything? Yes, I have. Actually, uh, Shasta County, uh, Tom um, Turk, I think it was, uh, what's his name? Tom Marino. Uh, he is actually um, aware of the situation. Uh, he was dumbfounded. I did not get a response from him at all. Um, so he is aware. Well, you know what I think we're going to try and do is let's get Tom on the show. Uh, he's an elected representative. Nobody ran against him last time. Uh, elected official here. And let's see if we can get him on the show, and let's just have a little discussion about Common Core. We'll, uh, uh, of course, we will uh, publicize it well in advance so people can be here to ask questions. Because, um, you know, what I'm getting, the, the feedback I'm getting is was not like yours. I mean, you're, you're looking at it from an indoctrination kind of, uh, side. And what I was hearing from parent or from parents whose kids were just just dumbfounded by what was going on, and it was extremely difficult for them to uh, to uh, you know at, at a very young age to try and uh, solve problems here. And anyway, hey, uh, we're gonna have to take a quick break. We're gonna be right back. Carl and the bot, KCNR fourteen sixty. We're talking Common Core with Mister Noriega, uh, who is the author of If It's Broken, Don't Fix It, and Tracy called in, who's uh, who's a local listener who has also done research on this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Free Fire Radio on KCNR 1460 with Carl on the bot. Good morning. 35 degrees out there. It's going to be uh, go up to 65 today. Uh, this later on the week we're going to have rain. Uh, thank goodness, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Friday, uh, maybe part of Saturday. Uh, our guest is Mr. Noriega. We're talking about, uh, Common Core. He's also the author of It's Broken, Don't Fix It. Uh, that they're, t- you know, that they are using these tests to, uh, for, uh, deciding the future of your child. Do, Mr. Noriega, we've only got, we've got like about eight minutes left here. Do parent, what can parents do about this? What can you do? to uh, kind of opt out or or fight it? There's a lot that we can do right now, but if we wait too long, it will be too late. Uh, It was like Tracy was saying. She she was talking to one of our representatives. Our representatives have no idea, and the reason why they don't have any idea what's happening with the human experimentation, in other words, our children and in this great experiment that's happening right now, is because... The local control has been usurped by the federal government, and that's exactly what happens. We have to realize that the Common Core is the first ever federal mandate, the first federal law that ever bypassed Congress and became a national law without our our, our local approval. And so what we need to realize then is we need to get that control back, because otherwise our hands are out of it. Right now, we need to bombard our officials, our representatives, to take care of this matter, but we can do something ourselves, because it's like you said at the beginning, it's all about the money, the money talks. So for each child that is in the classroom, they are earning something, in other words, of $50 a day. If you and a group of your friends take out your children in a walkout, an orchestrated walkout, one day, and then two days, and then three days consecutively, the officials are going to start taking notice of this and going to start to have to listen in, not because they care, but because they care all about the money. So there's two things we can do. Local 
officials contact our representatives at the state level and stage a walkout at our local yeah. schools to hurt them when it really matters. Now, if I understand right, the, uh, the, the California Teachers Association is against Common Core. Well, <laughs> they are and they aren't. You know, they say they are on the outside, but then uh, they're doing a lot of things to facilitate uh-huh. the lies and the deception happening with Common Core. Okay. Uh, for instance, uh, us teachers, I'm, I'm one of the few that ever talks about Common Core. In fact, I'm one of the pioneers on this research uh, of the illegal broken purple laws and what Tracy was talking about, the uh, uh, brain uh, manipulation with the children. Uh, but they are very few and far between because we are very discouraged from asking questions. In fact, most of the time, teachers feel as though their job is on the line. So the, the, the actual uh, uh, Board of Education uh, in California, but rather actually the, the unions, are doing little to protect the teachers and the teachers' right to speak against right. Common Core. Uh, the, uh, now, there are states opting out of Common Core, right? Isn't that correct? Uh, some of the states are doing it in a right way, but a lot of the states are in it with the federal government for the long haul and are actually just tricking the public into thinking they don't have Common Core by switching the name. Uh, take Utah, for instance. They switched the Common Core name to State Core, but it's the same thing. They still have Common Core-approved uh, textbooks. They can't use anything else. They still have the curriculum. Everything is still Common Core. So that's another deceitful thing about Common Core. Is it's not in the open. They are literally trying to deceive the public in many instances to say, no, we don't have Common Core uh, here in the local area. Okay. All right. Uh, our guest has been, uh, is Mr. Noriega, who's written a book, If It's Broken, Don't Fix It. Uh, he's an educator and he's been an educator for years. That's why we go, he goes as Mr. Noriega because that's what his students call him. Uh, there's, uh, we've had people calling in, uh, with questions on this and the comments that the, the, the testing is kept secret from the parents and the teachers and the school system and it goes into the feds. That, uh, one, uh, a caller that said that, uh, the testing is also being done in such a way as to, to map out how people make decisions and how to influence these decisions starting when they're a child. One of our commenters said, uh, control education and healthcare and you control the people. Uh, and the uh, fact is, is that the educational system, uh, and you can start looking at the university level, uh, has become quite liberal in many ways and the uh, the number of people that are educators on the university level throughout the United States that could be called either conservative or republicans is a very very small percentage is this correct Oh uh, that is that is exactly correct and I'm glad you mentioned the universities as well because yeah. the federal government is going after those and is basically saying if you don't have the common core testing you're not going to be able to send your child and go into the uh, universities, because we're going to demand Common Core in the universities as well, at least the acceptance uh, exam. So, if another uh, another administration could come in here, or the, or, and frankly, the uh, uh, the new Congress and Senate, since they control the purse strings, can actually go in there and cut this away, can't they? They can, but a lot of people think with the new elections uh, that we are safe now and everything's all right. You have to understand, we're in too deep now. We are all the way involved with this. We have invested all our money, our efforts, and we've given away our rights. So to, in order to undo all of that, it's going to take some 
very, very courageous politicians. And if there's anything, is that those are lacking in number. And so we, as parents and educators, need to get some courage behind us and do something ourselves. Because if we wait for the politicians to take us out of this deep hole that we're in, uh, chances are they're going to keep it up and keep doing what is already officially on the books. So I encourage everybody to do something about it. Don't wait for your politicians to help you. <laughs> okay. Our guest has been uh, Mr. Noriega. He has got a book out, If It's Broken, Don't Fix It. It's about Common Core. Uh, and, you know, if there's things you don't know about Common Core, just uh, I would, if, if I was a, a parent, I would do a lot of uh, research on this to see are they sending my child down a down a path that I know they can do better? Uh, are they sending him down a path or her down a path that that will not challenge them and have them rise to a higher to a higher degree and being able to take care of themselves as life goes on? Uh, I would hate to think that the government would do this, be, uh, you know, in the sense of fiddling with the future of our children and taking our uh, taking it away from parents. Yet, though. Uh, uh, it appears that it's going in that direction. Now, we're going to also have somebody in from the other side talking about Common Core and about what a great deal it is for our kids. Uh, I'd love to have both of you on at the same time, though. I'll, you know what? When that happens, I'll give, them a, I'll give you a call. <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. You know, because it's like you say, we trust the government, and we're a trusting nation. We're, we're in America, for goodness sake. We're, we're in a democratic uh, republic. We should be able to trust our elected officials, and yet... Uh, the government seems to be out for only taking over what belongs to as a power of the state. Uh, take a look at health care, for instance. Take a look at all the million different things that this administration has done right. to take away local authority and present us with a plan that is a national uh, uh, yeah. authorized plan and no longer in the hands of the states. And local people. Uh, and local right. people, but that's what's happening. Okay, we have to run. Uh, our guest has been Mr. Noriega, who's written, If It's Broken, Don't Fix It. What's your uh, website again? My website's repealthecommoncore.com. That's repealthecommoncore.com. And, hey, if uh, anybody wants to send me an email at norcomwest at yahoo.com, that's norcomwest at yahoo.com, I'll send them a free copy of the book. Okay, hey, thanks oh, a wow. lot. Oh, thanks so much. Hey, tomorrow we're going to have State of Jefferson on. We're going to talk about, after hearing something like this, maybe State of Jefferson. Oh, Time has wow. come for 51. I don't know. We'll find out. Remember, it's the good guys against the bad guys. Which are you? How do you feel about Obamacare? That question is the subject of a new poll. The new Gallup poll finds just 37% of those surveyed approve of the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare. Back in January, approval was at 38%, and that was considered to be a low point in approval for the health care plan. The second enrollment season began on Saturday with only minor snags reported, unlike during the first enrollment period last year. This Gallup poll was conducted November 6th through the 9th and surveyed 828 adults. It has a margin of error of plus or minus four percentage points. Linda Kenyon, SRN News.